The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. there and welcome to Electric Vicuna Podcast, original audio drama from 13 years of productions. I'm Jack Ward. Doesn't it feel great to get back to a weekly schedule? All my gratitude to Tim Heffernan, who's been battling all kinds of dragons to get Dramapod up and running. He's absolutely the EVP Podcast's knight in shining armor. Go check out Dramapod.com, our home for other great shows and podcast feeds. I've been feeling very creative lately. Our Electric Vicuna production team that's most recently included Richard Summers, Scott Mosher, Pete O'Malley, Umberto Lenzi, Michael Stokes, and Paul Campbell has been hard at work putting together all kinds of newly produced audio drama. With any luck, we'll continue to release weekly the new shows that we're producing now well into the next year. Keep your fingers crossed. Tonight, we present a full-length Wavefront episode starring Joe Stofko, John Bell, Lynn Cullen, and Colleen McIsaac which was produced by John Bell as well. Enjoy! Boundless energy ranges the endless reaches of space and time. Different frequencies lap the shores of the lonely rocks, crashing in silence against the endless sounds. Stories from a million possible realities, all coalescing into a single wave front. Transmission begins. There's an endless stream of choices that can make or unmake us. Along with those choices, fate provides the opportunities to create shining castles or smoky swamps of our lives. Lewis Blunt has a unique opportunity to see what was and what became of things he never chose. The day began with playful bickering. It's funny how you miss the things that frustrate you most. The little banal disagreements, the butter and the sandwich of life. Looking for something, Lou? Yes, I'm looking for something. No luck? Hell, if I had any luck, would I be on all fours looking through the boxes on the bottom shelf of this closet? (laughs) Remember when you were going to take up archery? Yes. You spent two days turning the garage inside and out until you found your father's bow. Yes. And then what'd you do with it? You signed up for a year's membership at the archery range and never never even went went twice. twice. You sound like a broken record. Denton called for you. Denton. Isn't Denton Farley? You know another Denton. No need to be snarky. You said you'd go over there, didn't you? Uh, oh hell. Found it? No. I should have told him no. No to what? Oh, who knows? He babbles on about one thing after a... Are you sure you haven't seen it? Seen what? You haven't told me what you're looking for. It'll do you good to be around someone like him. Someone like him? You know, someone who's... Of good stock. Uh, 
brilliant breeding. <laughs> That's it, right? Oh, Lewis, he works at the university. He's college educated. And I'm not. That's it, isn't it? There's nothing wrong with improving our station. Selling cars isn't upwardly mobile enough for you? You know that's not what I mean. It's just good... Now, where are you going? Oh, up the corporate ladder. What? Across the azaleas to Mr. Denton Farley. You rang? Oh, oh, the phone call. Well, you mentioned that you'd be coming over. Of course, of course. Uh, something about moving furniture? Actually, ow! Mind the door. I left it open for a draft. It's hot as blazes in here. It's a machine. I can see that. <clears throat> I, I can see that. What's with the turbines and the wheels and all those lights? Promise not to say anything? About what? Mom's the word, eh, Chum? Oh, you obviously haven't met my mother. What's that? Uh, never mind. Of course I won't say anything. Some kind of central vac? <laughs> oh, goodness me, no. It's nothing quite so innocuous, I promise. Innocuous? You creating some kind of vaccine? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a time machine. Did you hear me, Lewis? I said a time, time machine. machine. <laughs> yes. I heard. Well, you have fun with that. Where are you going? Oh, the kind of help you need I can't provide, Farley. But I have the name of a good doctor. <laughs> Lewis, Lewis. Not everyone can wear white, but I think you've got the coloring for Lewis, I'm not insane. This is simply the practical application of the scientific theory scientists have been espousing for years. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's so funny? Uh, oh, uh, nothing. I was just thinking of a conversation I'm about to have with my darling wife about ladders. Ladders? No, it doesn't matter. Tell you what, if you do go back in time, could you go back about six months and talk to me? Six months? Yes. I need to find out what happened to something I packed away in my closet. Ah. Oh. Well, I'm not ready for real trials yet. There's so much that needs to be done, and I've just barely plugged the machine into the house wiring. Uh, house wiring? Yes, of course. It took me a devil of a time to put in a higher voltage circuit. Do you know that most houses don't even allow more than 200 amps? Where are you going? Well, maybe we should uh, talk out on the lawn. Don't be nervous, neighbor. It's entirely safe. I've already had it inspected by one of the engineers. You're serious. About what? Uh, about time travel. Why are we whispering? Because if I whisper, it doesn't sound quite so crazy. Scientists for decades have proposed that tachyons travel faster than the speed of light. But most of our understandings have been in the use of magnetics and gravitics on the force of the... Sure, sure. The force. (laughs) I know about the force. So, uh, you care to see her? Her? My machine. Didn't I just see it? That? Over there? Oh, goodness, no. That was just the grinder. I have it next to the machine to fashion pieces more precisely. I'm about to fire it up for the first tests. 
Would you like to watch? It's not uh, dangerous, is Dangerous? <laughs> no, I wouldn't think so. No, 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 definitely not. Here, have a look. See here? This is the control panel. Power up, power down. And the dial for how much I'd like the magnetic field responders to charge. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, you just need to turn the power on, then? Yes, yes, yes. But since it's our first test, let's keep the field indicators at minimum. There, that should do it. And now, voila! Power! Hmm. That, uh, voila seems to be missing something, Farley. I, I, I don't understand. There's no, uh, power. Oh, 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 I know. I bet that I hooked up the circuit wrong in the house wiring. (laughs) I'm always mixing off and on positions all up. Let me just hit the power down button and uh, I'll just head down to flip the switch again in the basement. Uh, Wait right there. Some educated man. <laughs> He'll, he reverses off and on. You'd think that would be important, wouldn't you? <laughs> Something they teach, I view. Uh-oh. Let me help you up, old man. Why, why, why am I on the floor? Sorry about that. It's the on-off switches, I tell you. The machine was turned on, so when I when I turned on the breaker in the... Uh... M- machine? Here, let me walk you back to your place. That's it, old boy. Come on. Whoop, come on. Steady on now. One foot in front of the other. You just need a little lie down. Lie, lie down? And I need to figure out what happened. I was certain that I had everything set just right. Harley, why are you touching me? There, there, you're almost back to normal already. (laughs) Just through the gate here. Hillary! Hillary! Denton, is that you? (gasps) Louis, Louis, what happened? Now, now, he's just had a little tumble in the workshop, none the worse for wear. (laughs) Are you, Louis? Hill? Yes, darling. Are are you okay? (sighs) Farley's touching me. I can see that, Lewis. Are you all right? Why, why is he touching me? Oh, come here, dear. You need to lie down. What's that smell? Smell? Were you cooking something? Well, Lewis was. I'll see you two later. (laughs) Uh, Bye, Lewis. I I think I I need to... uh... Lie Lie down. down. Yes, dear. Why don't I take you up to bed? I'm really not in the mood, Hill. I need... uh... (laughs) Well, you didn't break your sense of humor, at least. You'll be fine. Come along. did I have? So, are you going to wake uh, up today? What do, you, what do you mean? You spent all of yesterday in bed. No, I didn't. 
I should let you go over to play with Denton more often. He tuckered you out. Denton? Farley? That quack? Do you know what he did? Lou! Goodness, take it easy. You gave me such a start. Take it easy? That neighbor of yours? Oh. Ours, dear. Ours? Ours? Nearly electrocuted me. Electrocuted? Or, or something. Dear? Oh, I almost... Uh, now, dear. He, he could have killed me. Do you know what he's making in his garage? Now, Lewis, not another word. Don't you know anything about male bonding? What does that have to do with... Guys never tell their women what they putter around with in the garage. Why not? It'll ruin the mystique. What mystique? Haven't you ever heard of the phrase, bros before rose? Uh, Rose? Who's Rose? Oh, Lewis, you are so terminally unhip. It's what the kids are all saying these days. So who's Rose? Probably a sweet euphemism for women nowadays. But get up. You're going to be late for work. Lost my entire Sunday because he almost killed me. It's about time you had a little excitement in your life. You could use a friend. I could use a friend like him like I could use a kid of my own. Come on, lazy bones. Out of bed. Did you change your hair? Don't change the subject. No, no, no. no. I'm serious. Did, did, Did you color it? Not for almost a month now, Lewis. You've been a redhead for a month? Thanks for noticing. I could have sworn. Come on, Lou. It's after seven. I'm up. I'm up. like you got here just in time. Oh, don't start, Marcy. I've had a rough weekend. Sorry. What you looking for? Yeah, that's real funny. (laughs) Anything on my desk? You left a desk here. Oh, cut out the kidding, Marcy. I said I'm sorry for being late. You're not late. We just opened a half hour ago. I'm sorry, sir. We don't have anything bigger than a mid-sized on the lot right now, but there's a Ford in the back that's got some mileage left. <laughs> Trying to unload that lemon on me? Oh, you must be desperate. We've had that car all year oh, and... excuse me. Are you busy? No. Uh, how can I help you? Morning, sir. Just looking around today? Well, actually, I thought I'd look for you. Why a... don't I help you, sir? I'll be with you in a moment, okay? Eh, okay, but... Uh... I've got this super little Ford number in the back lot you might be interested in. Well, son of a... She knows I need the commission. Eh, maybe she's madder than I thought. Eh. What the... Marcy, what did you do to my desk? What is this? Last year's accounting files? Where is my stuff? Excuse me, sir. Only staff is allowed back... What are you doing? What am I doing? <laughs> what have you done to my desk? Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the premises. Marcy, Marcy I, I... I will call the police. Look, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on here, but a joke's a joke, and we have got... I don't want any trouble. Leave now, please. I... Uh, Marcy, I think I like this... Oh, did I come at a bad time? I warned you. Marcy, what are you doing? You're carrying this too far. It feels like a bad time. Operator, get me 911. Oh, yes, definitely a bad time. I'm going. I'm going. That's a good idea. 
Yes, I'll hold. I should go, too. You stay. I'm not done with you. I don't understand, I, but I'm going. Not done with me? Uh, excuse me. Here, hold this. The phone? Yes, okay. Um. Well, he's gone. Strangest thing. Reminded me of a kid I knew once. Lou... Lou... Uh, Don't ask me. I've never met the man. Lou Blunt. That was 15 years ago, and he was just a kid. Left selling cars to go to university. Guy could be his older brother. Wonder what happened to him. Uh, would you like the phone back? What? The, the phone. The, they're giving the time and weather. Well, of course they're giving the weather. What do you expect? 911? Well, I, I thought that it... But... I really don't know. Now, how much was I letting you pay for that Ford? Letting me? I, I, oh, my. <sighs> oh, I'm going to bed. There you are. Work's been calling all morning. Oh, they have, have they? Where have you been? Where have I been? I've been at work. That's where I've been. Work? But... But apparently work doesn't want me there. Marcy. Marcy? Who's Marcy? Marcy? Who's Marcy? Marcy Page of Marcy's Parade. Only the car dealership I've been working at. Marcy Page? But, Louis, you haven't worked there since we were kids. What are you talking about? I'm her best salesman. Hell, when she retires in two years, I'll run the place. <laughs> you know that, Hill. We've talked about it for, uh... Why are you looking at me like that? Lou? Oh, don't look at me like I'm nuts. I know where I work for crying out loud. Maybe you did hit your head too hard with Denton. Where are you going? To call Dr. Paniquin. Maybe he can... There's nothing wrong with my head, Hillary Blunt. But I'm seriously starting to wonder about everyone else's. Wait a minute. You said work called looking for me? Yes. Well, who was it, woman? I've been at the car lot since mid-morning. The bank, Lewis. What bank? Oh, Lewis. Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, now, don't be upset, Hill. Just tell me what bank. Your bank, Lewis. The one you've been working at for the last eight years. Eight years. Are you saying you don't remember? Huh. No, no. <laughs> of course. Of course I remember, honey. It's okay. Just, um, just got a little confused. Like you said. Hill? Hillary? Hang up the phone. I, I am just a little tired. Tired? Yes. I'll just get some sleep, and you'll see. I'll be as right as rain. I promise. Sir. <sighs> Sir. <clears throat> Madam Hillary has asked you to join her in the dining area. Uh, what? what? Who, who the hell are you? Roger, sir. May I recommend the blue button-down, or would you prefer the mauve today? Uh, I... I... either. Very good, sir. Could you, uh... uh you know... Sir? Leave, so I can, uh, you know... 
<coughs> of course, sir. Breakfast is prepared for you, sir. What the hell is going on? Hillary? Hill hates practical jokes. <sighs> Better be an answer to all this. You, you there. Me, sir. Uh, yes, you. Rogers, sir. Uh, Rogers? Yes, sir. Where am I? Your home, sir. But the uh, the hallway has been opened up. It's it's like you, you pulled out the main walls and put in a skylight for the whole house. I did, sir. Someone did? Yes, sir. I mean, that work was done some time ago. Some time ago? How long? I apologize, sir. Miss Hillary had said that you'd still not recovered from the head injury that... How long? Six years, sir. Just before I came into your employ. Before you came... Before <clears throat> the incident. Incident? Would you prefer that I inform Miss Hillary that you require more rest, Master Lewis? No. No. I, I mean, I'll go see her. Very good, sir. This way, then. Yes, I... I think that would be best. Master Lewis has arrived for breakfast, Miss Hillary. Thank you, Rogers. Come, Lewis, have a seat. Cook's made your favorite. Cook? Buckwheat and blueberry. Uh, buckwheat and blueberry pancakes? Lewis, are you okay? You look pale. It's not your head still, is it? Hill, what happened? Don't you remember? You were over Not me! The wheelchair! You! <clears throat> the incident. That's enough, Rogers. I won't be whispered about like I'm about to break. Very good, ma'am. We'll call you when we need you. Yes, ma'am. I wish you'd let me call the doctor, Lewis. It's been days. I, uh... I haven't gotten any worse, have I? I, I mean, do I seem worse to you? No, but you still get confused. I... I love you, Hill. <laughs> and I love you. What brought that on? I just, uh... Sometimes I don't say it enough. When did you get to be such a softie? Maybe I just needed a shove. Shove. Farley. Lou, what is it? I, I need to go talk to Farley. But what about your pancakes? I'll have them in a moment. Farley's got to be up this early. He never sleeps. Uh, see you later, Hill. Lou? But Lou! What do you mean, he? Who never sleeps? Lou! Oh, that man. Come on out, Farley! Farley, open the door! Louis, is, is there something wrong? Uh, what, uh, I... Uh, I, I'm sorry. I was sure. Isn't this the residence of Professor Farley? Very funny, Lewis. Uh, I suppose Hillary told you I'd come asking about your head, and this is the best... I'm sorry. Do I know you? I should hope so. Wait a minute. You're not fooling. Lewis, you need to go and get your head checked out by a specialist. There could be serious neurological... My head is fine. I just would like to know why you're in Professor Denton Farley's home, if you don't mind. Denton? 
there's no Denton. I, I don't have a brother. Brother? And since you knocked yourself out in my garage, I've, I've been really worried. You don't know Denton? I would know if there was a Denton, although it's rather similar. Uh, who are you? What's your name? Lewis. It's Denise. Don't you remember? You came over to my garage last Saturday and... The time travel experiment. Well, at least you remember that much. Not that it was much of an experiment. I was downstairs... No, no. Don't tell me. Let me guess. You were downstairs in the basement, flipping the switch on the fuse box. Yeah? Because you aren't good with... Off off and on. on. See, I knew it would come back to you. Now, if only you'd done this days ago. You remember now, don't you? I remember. Just fine, Denise. It's just... It never happened like that. Like what? The accident. Everything after the accident. You'd better come with me. Let's go down to the garage and start from the beginning. So, the Farley you know is a man named Denton. I know, I know. I'm crazy. Not necessarily, Lewis. My grandfather was named Denton. If if there was an alternate me that turned out to be a boy, it's entirely possible that I was named after my father's father. Wait a minute. What do you mean, alternate? Stand back, please, Lewis. Why are you starting that up? I didn't go through time. Did did I? Of course not. But that doesn't mean you didn't travel. What? uh, Denise! I can't talk to you. Sorry, Lewis. I couldn't talk to you with the machine on. So, what did you find out? There's no evidence that you've been thrown into a parallel dimension. Parallel? Do you feel different? I'm fine. It's everything else that's gone screwy. Are you sure? Have you seen yourself? Seen myself? Uh, Looked into a a mirror today. A mirror? I've got one on the workbench. Uh, Come look. Why would I want to... Fine. Look. Same old, same... What? What is it? Strange. I I don't remember getting that scar. Uh, Which one? Well, the one just under my eye. It looks like it was a bad cut. You've always had that scar, Lewis. You told me once it had to do with a bad fall when you were a kid. No. That's where I broke my arm. I, I had to get pins. I I had scars where they put pins for my arm. Here, j- just above the elbow. I don't see anything. No. But it's always been there. I fell down that pit they were digging by my house. I remember it like yesterday. I... I just missed a broken bottle because I landed on my arm. Uh, That's the accident you told me about. And Mom said I was lucky. I could have taken my eye out if I'd landed on my... Lewis, you need to listen to me. My face. Lewis, listen carefully. Are are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. I don't know how, and I don't know why, but somehow you've become unstuck. Unstuck? Come over here. By the blackboard? One of our theories is that there's multiple universes. How is that possible? The universe is everything, isn't it? Everything in this reality, but science theorizes that there are other universes, other realities. Other? And somehow it seems impossible, but you may have become... Become? Uh, Steady now, Lewis. What are you saying, Farley? Unstuck in universes. Unstuck? Your consciousness seems to have broken the barrier between worlds and leapfrogs from dimensional body to... Dimensional dimensional body. body? 
That's it. That's what's happened, Farley. One moment I'm working at my job selling cars, and the, the, the next uh, I, I'm at a bank, and then uh, Hill, she's... Uh, she's what? In a wheelchair. And we're wealthy. Like we've gotten a settlement from some... Uh, a terrible accident. Uh, yes, almost seven years ago now. Uh, she was in that elevator mishap? Elevator mishap? The company was found to be negligent. It's a terrible trade-off, but... My Hillary has never had such an accident. This is extraordinary. And this scar. And no marks from the pins in my arm. Louis, when have you noticed that reality changes? I, I can't take this. This is too much. Multiple universes. My Hillary. I, I can't... When? When? Yes, we must identify the exact moment in which the trade-off occurs. The time when your consciousness voyages beyond the confines of this universe. It's always, uh, it's always after I've awakened. Awakened? From sleep. Hill says I sleep almost all day. Hmm. Farley, what are you thinking? Hmm. Damn it, man. Uh, no, a, a woman. I, I can't go on like this. I can't. Steady on, Lewis. Steady on. Hmm. Well... What does that mean? It could be. Our brain waves change from beta waves in active thought, or alpha waves and the mind at rest, to theta waves that operate at four to seven hertz. But maybe the delta waves operate at below four hertz is what we're looking for, in a, a deeper sleep. That's it. It's the end. There's no hope. I'll ever see my Hillary, my world, again. Easy, Lewis. Leave this with me for a bit. I need to do some research. Research? By the time you finish looking something up, I could very well be gone. Well, it shouldn't take me too long. Just a few hours. Just try to stay awake. Stay awake? As if your very existence depended on it. Hill? Hillary? Hill? What? What is it, Lewis? Oh, did you have another bad dream? Where am I? Oh, no. Not more of this nonsense, Lewis. What nonsense? About staying awake and parallel worlds in all those dime store monster books you read. They aren't dime store. Where am I? You're in our home. What floor? The 40th floor, of course. 40? Where's our home? Home? We are... Our house, Hillary. Uh, house? Don't be ridiculous, Lewis. No one can afford a house. We've been in building 4732D for years now. This is our home. Farley. Where's Farley? Farley. Denton or Denise or whoever. Damn it, Hill. Don't tell me you don't know Farley. Oh, for goodness sakes, Lewis. You just broke a cup. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just so lost. You you remember Farley, don't you? Of course I know Denise, Lewis. She lives just 14 floors down. Just because she's your friend doesn't mean I don't know her. She came by last night, but you drifted off to sleep. Drifted off? Yes. You looked so tired. I I didn't want to... Damn it, Hill. I told you I needed to stay awake. Why'd you think I asked for coffee? Coffee? You've had only decaf since... Decaf? Louis! The saucer, too? Oh, Hill. It's not your fault. It's just I... I... I'll get the door. Hill? 
Good morning, Hillary. I hope I'm not intruding. Farley? Come in. Yes, please, come in, Professor Farley. Can I offer you anything? Just filtered water, if that's okay. Fine, fine. Could you get that, Hill? I'll just leave you and the professor to talk then, shall... Yes, yes, thank you, Hillary. All right. Did it happen again? Did it happen again? She asked me. Oh, of course it happened again. Uh, Wait a minute. How did you know? No. I told you I was going to try to research solutions, remember? Of course I remember, but that was in a different universe. Uh, How are you sure? I'm living in an apartment building with at least 40 floors. Where else would you be living? A house? (laughs) House? There's been no room for houses in any city for decades. Not where I'm from. Louis, I'm afraid I can't help you. I've looked into just about everything. There's something about the delta waves in your mind when you sleep, but I can't see from your last scan. Last scan? Uh, All right, the other Lewis's last scan. Uh, Anything that is different from any other person's brain patterns when they're asleep. And if there's another Lewis with this same problem? There's thousands, maybe millions. You set off a chain of events that dimensional Lewis's everywhere are thrown out of their own universes and are shunting to others. Here we are. Three glasses of water and ice. Then I'm trapped. Uh, Don't give up hope. There's got to be some way. What do you mean, trapped? No hope? Even if you discover a way. I could be a a dozen universes away with an entirely different Farley. An entirely different Hillary. Different Hillary? One that could be a plant or a politician or on a world where everything could be dead, and then... uh... Lou, what are you talking about? You can't think that way, Lewis. I can't do it, Farley. I can't just keep opening my eyes and seeing different places all the time, wondering if the next time I fall asleep I'll never wake up because it's in a world where I've died in a car accident or where there was a nuclear war. You can't think like that. There's no evidence that you would arrive in a place where you don't exist. Please, please tell me what's going on. Where I don't exist. I never thought of that. I never thought of that. Better to die now while I still have my immortal soul. Now, Lewis, calm down. There's no reason. Now, don't you see, Farley? If I arrive in a universe where there never was a Lewis, I'll cease to exist. No eternal reward. Not even a hell. Complete non-existence. Better to be dead. Lewis! No! The ground looked miles away, but it came up quickly. I knew my actions horrified Farley and Hillary, but neither were my Farley or Hillary. The professor would explain that to her. Maybe somewhere else another Lewis could choose to continue this ride but I couldn't face the prospect of nothingness. When you lose your universe, all that remains is faith. All that remains is your very soul. Just before I hit the ground, I thought of Lucifer descending to earth. And maybe it would have been better to serve in heaven. 
To my surprise, it wasn't St. Peter that greeted me, but a padded cell. I don't know how many days it's been now. They've straightjacketed me. Sometimes Hillary visits. Most times, she doesn't. A couple of times, Farley came. Three males and two females. And one, well, (laughs) I don't really know what gender that was. I keep waking in a room like this, padded, locked away as a madman. Did the others try and fail to end it all, instead ending up here? I've had more than enough time to think. Farley was wrong. I know now. It hit me one day. I'm not different than anyone in any world. We all dimensionally shift while we sleep. Something in our brain waves shunts us to a parallel universe. One so similar you couldn't tell the difference. Now maybe it's slightly better or slightly worse than the day before, but that's all. Some days just work out perfectly for no reason. At least now I know the reason. Farley's machine woke me up to the truth. Because it just pushed me far enough away from the closest parallel universes so I could see how different things really could become. So far away that I can't miss anything. I don't swallow the drugs if I can get away with it. I sleep as little as possible. One day, I hope I won't wake up, when the world itself will be over and me with it. What a day that will be. Borrowed Time star Joe Stofko, Lynn Cullen, John Bell, and Colleen McIsaac. The Wavefront Anthology theme and music was written and composed by Sharon B. Borrowed Time was written and directed by Jack J. Ward and produced by John Bell. The Wavefront Anthology is a science fiction audio and is an Electric Vicuna production. From all of us at EVP, good night from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Where do story ideas come from? I get ideas all day long. Everything from something someone says to me to daily news, podcasts, audio dramas, books, movies, even YouTube clips. This one tickled my brain from years ago when I saw a Second City sketch about a man who wakes up and tries to convince everybody he just time-traveled into the future eight hours. (laughs) I thought, what if every time we sleep we all just side-slip to another dimension? But because there's countless dimensions, we would never know the differences. That would explain why we have bad and good days, wouldn't it? We've side-slipped into a mention that is either very wrong or very right for us. As for the dimension of this podcast episode, it is indeed ending. But join us next week for more as we explore two more Wavefront features. Check out on evicuna.com for upcoming new releases. Or subscribe to our flagship show, The Sonic Society, at sonicsociety.org to listen to weekly helpings of brand new audio drama from around the world. Until next time, at the EVP Podcast... Thank you for coming. I'm Jack Ward. Good night.
This has been an Electric Vicuna production. <laughs>